You're listening to Men of Abundance episode 163 with Scott Mulvaney. And today we're showing you how to live a fired up epic life. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What's up, what's up, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community, and today we are paying it forward in such a big way, if I could actually talk today. Our feature guest today is one fired up dude, and I'm going to bring him out in just a minute, but I got to get you set for this one because I don't know that you're ready for this much fuel. I don't know that you're ready for this much energy on one show, but we're going to give it to you and... I have to throw a disclaimer out there for you because there is a side effect to this episode and that is action. You are most definitely going to want to take action after listening to this episode. I don't care what it is you're doing, you are going to take action on it once you get done listening to our conversation today. And others are going to want to take action as well. So the first action that I want you to take is to be abundant in your life today and pay it forward by sharing this episode with others. You can do it right this second, or you can do it after you listen to it. I don't care either way. But definitely share this episode with everyone you come in contact with, or at least the ones that you like. And if you could, go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. Leave an honest rating and review. I really want to hear what you have to say. And if you don't leave a rating and review there, at least if you're on my Facebook page or somewhere, leave a comment on... One of the posts when you see this posted on Facebook or wherever else that you see it at. If you're listening on Stitcher, awesome. Leave a a rating and review there. Just leave a rating and review somewhere and let me know what you think. Let me know what we can do better. Let me know what you're getting out of these conversations. Because ultimately, here at Men of Abundance, we don't want you to just be listening. We want you to take action. I want you to take action. And so does our featured guest today. So I'm going to get right into it. Scott Mulvaney's philosophy is to help others live the fired up epic life, aka live the fuel. He's here to fuel your health, business, and lifestyle as the host of the Live the Fuel podcast. Scott has spent years in sales and marketing, which is now focused on helping you control how you exist in the online market. Scott's professional experience spans 20 plus years, having conquered roles in sales, marketing, coaching, training, leadership development, and fitness. He is a techie, adrenaline junkie athlete, and has a passion for self-development and transforming your own growth and success. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Scott Mulvaney. Scott, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? Doing well, sir. Awesome. I know you've had one hell of a eventful uh, weekend. You were at Thrive, man, and I saw you um, putting some Facebook Live up. I watched the entire, I think you, you were streaming Shanti. I watched the entire freaking thing, man. Uh, I knew you love that. Yeah, I dig Shanti, man. I've met him a couple times. I've worked out with him, insanity instructor, the whole bit. And, man, he really brought it. I, he's told some stuff I didn't even, never even knew, man. But I, I appreciate you for sharing that. 
Well, and I knew he would because I, I haven't followed a lot of them, but I know my fiance loves his workouts and I know that you follow him because of obviously your nutrition hustle on the side, you know, different than mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in the end, he's a powerful influencer. And I was like, you know what? He's in an environment that is not nutritionally related. He's at a you know, make money matter conference. So I was like, I, can't, I was like, I know this guy's going to drop some bombs that people probably never even heard him drop before. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, yeah, he was the only speaker that I stood up and actually filmed his entire presentation for. Yeah, and you did, and I appreciate it. It was really, really cool. And I'll go back and watch it again. I was actually taking notes, and I was literally up in my room, uh, you know, moving around with you guys, man, and, and doing what you he's did the doing. Dance, only, did you? only Sean you T. Did could dance. get somebody to do that stuff, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Man. But then, um, <laughs> but then I saw you on your way back, man. You caught the red eye back from Vegas, and all the crap happened, guys. We are recording this. What is it? The third of October. Yeah, and this is Tuesday. Right yeah, after this all is the, Tuesday. Uh, all the hell down. Yeah, and I saw your video. I think I saw it this morning or late last night when you was coming back, and and uh, I was just getting ready to go to bed, and Grant Cardone came on Periscope, and he was hiding out down underneath the Mandalay Bay and he was talking about Cole Hatter being still up in the room and stuff and so I shot Cole Hatter a, a message I know um, his wife Sonia was down down the street I think it I think she was down at Hard Rock or something but she was because I was literally there with her yeah. and uh, Marta Marta Hatter the mother um, we I was there to the end of the event they were already tearing down and I was about to go hook up with some people because everybody was heading over to that Mandalay Bay event and I was—I literally had just got done helping because you know P.J. Dixon, right? I don't know, no. Oh, so he—he's the gentleman that's in the wheelchair. He spoke this year. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I know who he is. Year. I didn't—I've never yeah, met he's, him. He's been him. on my show. He's like the love guru, man. Such a guy's got the biggest heart. You mm-hmm. want somebody who's abundant? I'm gonna hook you up with him. Um, but this guy just uh, just exudes uh, love. And anyway. He had, they had gotten him custom made because he's bound to a wheelchair for his condition. He got them custom made um, uh, shoes that said, you know, thrive, make money matter on them. And they, and like from, from a, one of the big, I'm blank on the name of the shoe company right now, but they don't make shoes that small. And he, they requested to have them custom made for him. And anyway, they had a whole box of stuff that was gifts for some of the speakers. And Marta and Sonia couldn't carry it. So like, hey, could you go back and grab that? So I'm, I'm, I'm going back with Marta behind stage, carrying the box out. And she thought they were gonna need two or three people to carry it because it was like these big bottles of custom made, custom labeled uh, champagne bottles with like the Thrive logo on them and 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 the speakers' names on them as a thank you gift. Just a great great example of quality marketing, but also just really taking the time to personalize something for somebody. Uh, just really really cool. So it just had it was just fun. So yeah, I, I literally I just left them to go pack my stuff up in my hotel room because I had literally just before hanging out at the end of the show, I, I told you I just booked the red eye. I didn't even have a flight home booked yet. I was actually still supposed to be there that night. Man, that yeah, that is crazy. That is crazy. And then, you know, we talked pre-show about our thoughts on the whole process, but we're going to get into something a little bit more relevant to us right now because there's nothing we can do about that at this point. You know, I nope. like to start the show, show out every time with an attitude of gratitude and I just know you have so much to be grateful for. What do you have to be grateful for specifically today, Scott? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still carrying it over from last night. I, historically, I've never been a hugely emotional gentleman uh, unless I see a really, really good movie. Like, I'll, I'll man up. Like, we could shed a tear. Um, but mm-hmm. just I was so physically and mentally exhausted just from the power I learned from Thrive. And I was grateful from that initially. And then after, you know, observing uh, the massacre in Vegas from the airport, knowing that I just missed that, and then saying, you know what, I'm going to commit to as soon as I get the spread eye home, I'm not going to go, go rest. So I didn't even sleep, man. I went right to work. I went right to get my business done all day long. And then when I laid on my couch last night, I appreciated the, the, 
the gratitude. I was grateful for the fact I had the ability to come home to my couch and lay down. And then when my fiance came home and our dog comes walking in and like we're all laying together on the couch, it was like, this is something that I, I've never been grateful for before. The simplicity mm-hmm. of her coming in and laying on me and knowing that I just left that, what could have been a tragic event and having those types of things around me, I never cared about that stuff before. And that is something that I'm grateful for right now, the simplicity of having my fiance and our dog and just laying on a couch while I'm literally basically about to pass out last night to a comatose state, which carries me through to today. I was traveling down to South Jersey, you know, two hours one way to go down to some business meetings and come back. I, just, I literally just walked in for this call with you. And uh, just the gratitude of knowing that I can do these things from what happened this weekend. Just, it was pretty powerful. It's still kind of trickling into me. I don't know, man. I'm still kind of absorbing it and reflecting on it right now. I can imagine. And I'll tell you, I was in the process of writing, sending you a message um, last night after, you know, I, I knew everything that had gone on and stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm going to send Scott a message and ask him, you know, if he's still down with having our call today because there's so much going on and he's probably overcome by events. But then I thought, hell no, man. I'm talking about Scott Mulvaney, man. The cat's going to show up. <laughs> That's just how he is. If, if you would have sent that, dude, I was like literally, depending on what time you would have sent it. I, I, I finally passed out. Like my fiance, she's like, Scott, you need to go to sleep. And I'm just laying there and I'm like, no, it's cool. Like I'll pass out when I pass out. Like I'm, I'm just, I don't know where I'm at right now. <laughs> and then in the middle of the night, she tried to wake me up to get me to go to bed. And I think I started speaking in tongues. I can't wait till she comes home tonight because I don't know what I was doing <laughs> last night. But if you would have said that, I probably would have fumbled out some kind of thing like, hell no, dude, let's do this. Let's rock this. Let's, yeah. you know, this is what it's about. Like there's so many different ways to define living the fire of epic life. But this is what it's about is connecting with cats like you, man, and living in that abundant state. So when tragic things like this happen, it does not phase you. You recognize that. You appreciate that. You send the heart love back to my Thrive Tribe that was still in Vegas and everybody else I connected with. And I'm sending much nothing but love to the family and the friends of the people who are lost. But it's like, dude, that's exactly what they want to do, man. That's exactly what tragedies like that are designed to do is to mm-hmm. disrupt us. And I will not be disrupted. Yeah, absolutely. And you said that in your Facebook Live video as well. And and guys, you know, I talked about it before. I talked about what Scott is up to in, in Live the Fuel podcast. And fuel stands for F-U-E-L, like he just said. Live the fired up epic life. I mean, that's just that just says everything right there of who Scott is. But Scott, we want to learn more about who you are as a person. You shared a little bit personal with us, but let's get a little bit more personal. Let's talk about who you are. We're going to get much more into what you do, which I completely dig. I was on your show. We had an amazing conversation, guys. I'll yeah, have we that. Did. Link. Yeah, I'll have that all linked up in the show notes at menofabundance.com. You've already seen it on my Facebook and all my social media and stuff. But Scott, share with us a little bit more about who you are. What what makes Scott who he is and what got him to this point? Well, you know, I, I've been th- actually I thought about this a lot on the uh, two hour drive home this afternoon to get back here in times because I want to make sure I could record with you from my studio because I wanted to deliver quality audio, right? Like we're podcasters. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. a, I was like, I could do this for my car. I'm like, no, nah, man, I got to get back for I got to make sure I, I do. I honor you and your audience from a, from a quality microphone because you know you know what it's like there's people who don't have quality microphones <laughs> but Indeed, yes. there, there, there you go i just gave you a little taste of who i am i'm anal retentive man i i sometimes overdo it and actually if you talk to my fiance she definitely will agree with that uh i sometimes put 110 percent and then some into things to a fault but also to a success right like let's 
let's celebrate the wins and, and the opportunities to improve. Uh, I sometimes go a little all out there too much. Maybe some people aren't drawn to that and might be pushed away from that. Uh, that's something that I'm always reflecting on because I am trying to get through to more people since launching the podcast, for example. Like the podcast is not my business. I don't even have it monetized, man. It is a vehicle for me to connect with other people and potentially leave a positive message behind, right? Like we talked a lot about this from the conference this weekend about legacy. And that's something that for me, helping you understand and understand who I am, like I never thought about legacy years ago. I never thought about the word abundance years ago. Um, I casually threw around the words of, oh man, that's epic, dude. Or man, let's get fired up. Like, like I just casually threw those words around. They were in my vernacular, but I didn't really truly took the time to define them um, and really get them to the state where I realized I need to be embodying them. And some people to this day don't understand that about me. And they say, man, you just keep saying epic and fired up way too much, bro. And I'm like, you know what? That's my brand. That's who I am. It's good. It's deeper than the business. Yes, I'm a business professional, the sales, the marketing, coaching, yada, yada, yada. I was like, but until people understand that this is exactly why people like yourself, like myself, are constantly looking for growth, um, that's part of that personal development journey, that professional, the professional development journey is that that's who I am, man. Like I'm constantly seeking to improve and exude that improvement and give back to people around me. And again, if this was five years ago, I wouldn't be talking like this. <laughs> it's just crazy to, to actually, I'm just, I'm having fun right now just explaining this to you because I've never defined myself this way until right now. And from going to events like Thrive and meeting gentlemen like yourself and growing the podcast over this past year, it's just growing me. And that's part of a realize like, man, that's who you are, Scott. Like that's part of who I am is I'm constantly obsessed with looking for growth and looking for the new gain and that new level of abundance because I know it's not just about me. That's something that I took away from this conference this weekend, man. Like what we're doing, it's beyond just making money matter from the, that conference, right? I'm going to connect on that because that's, that's current. That's right here. That's right now. Mm -hmm. But it's like, dude, what are we doing? to give back to not just ourselves, not just our closest friend, our inner circle, maybe our, our, you know, our private mastermind groups, our friends, our family, it's bigger than that, right? It's what are we doing that could potentially impact the world? And that's the positivity that we need to be exuding and creating. And granted, we can't start thinking about that right away. You gotta start thinking about smaller than that. What are the small incremental things that I need to be doing that I know can get through to more people and eventually get back to other people. And that eventually, at, uh, you know, further and further down the timeline, we are impacting the world. So small-minded, big-minded, and that's where I'm kind of exuding right now. That's what I'm kind of reflecting on right now as I give this to you. Yeah, I completely dig that, man. And I'll tell you, I also watched a couple other live streams. So I watched the recorded live stream of John Lee Dumas. And one of the things that he said, and this is going to resonate with all of you guys right now, because you're thinking making money matter. Yeah, that'd be great if I had some freaking money, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what John Lee said. John said, look, you know, you're here because you want to make money matter, matter, but the first thing you have to have is money to make money matter. And then I'm listening to Scott talk, and I'm thinking, you know what else? If you don't have a lot of money to make money matter, which you have more than you think. Well, I'm not going to get into that right now. But what you do have is you have skills that you don't even realize that you have that other people want and need. Soft skills, hard skills, technical skills, and you have time. You have more time than you think you have. And when you share those skills and those time with other people, you're adding value to other people's lives. And by adding value to other people's lives, then and only then are you going to be able to acquire the things in life that you want. And one of those things may be money. It may be more time. It may be, it will certainly be more skills because if anything, you're going to learn more communication skills and how to talk to people and how to talk to people where they're at in their, in their journey in life. But 
all of these things that you have. So don't sit and listen to this this conversation and think, well, shit, I don't have money, so I can't. How can I make it matter? But you have skills and you have time, and you have who you are that people really can resonate with and they want to talk to. Well, I'm glad you're bringing that up, man. Yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah, this is this is like you're getting me juiced. This is I, I, that's why I love talking to you, bro. We, we like feed off of each other. I love this, but that's exactly what people need to be understanding is that. Let's tie this back to money. Okay, people are like, I don't have the money to make it matter. Well, $5 could make a lot matter to somebody. Um, a big picture out of that event, I mean, for I don't know if your listeners understand everything about five big money matter. I'm going to give it, I'm going to trim it down to like 30 seconds. Okay, dude? Well, it doesn't matter how much money you have. The biggest picture we were taking out of that is that if you truly want to build your success as an entrepreneur, or hell, maybe if you're a career you know, employee, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is, as soon as you start aligning yourself with a bigger purpose, Maybe you're saying, you know what, going forward, I'm going to dedicate or donate 1% of my income per year to something. And then maybe two years, three years from now, you, you're doing, you can move it up to 2%, 3%, 4%, whatever. And that's up to you. Okay, That's your legacy that you're creating. But the whole point is they said until you start wrapping your head around the fact that money is not real, it's – it doesn't even have its its original value. Like we, when we when we left the gold standard, and I'm not even a financial guru, right? When we left the gold standard, money literally has no value anymore. It's virtual. It's what we choose to put behind the value of money. It's an or idea. back to your point, right? It's exactly it's an idea. So going way 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 back before money was even printed or pressed into a coin, what was valuable? Our services our abilities, our skill sets. If you want go, you know, go back to the freaking colonial times, right? They were exchanging their skill sets. They were valuing the blacksmith. They were valuing the bookkeeper. They were valuing the the farmer, right? Everybody had something to offer a value and then they built a bartering system and then eventually a marketing system and we could fast forward from there. So, they found a way to make their skills matter. Today, we highly value this word money. So that's why I respect why Cole chose that for his branding because everybody's obsessed about money. I am one of those people. I am not a financial guru, dude. I still got 50 grand in debt thanks to college and everything else. I've been aggressively attacking that this past one to two years. I have no problem being transparent. I want to put it all out there. But up until two, three years ago, I used to hide that. I'm like, no, man. Like, I got to own my shit. I can't be sitting on this one little piece of my life. If you truly want to grow as a person and gain even more abundance – you got to own your shit. You got to realize like, dude, this is me. And if I want to get myself out to the world, I got to put it all out there. And it doesn't happen overnight. You got to start with small repetitions and then start building the reps and getting it out there. But that's how you're going to attract more money too, guys. Your value is you put more value out there, you will eventually get it in return. So that's, sorry, I had to, maybe that took a minute <laughs> or two. So. No, that's great, man. I dig it. And, and you're absolutely right, 100%. And I'm glad that we, you fed off of that because that's exactly where I was going. And, and again, I mean, it's, it's all there. One of the other things that you talked about there is just you talking about, you know, leading this epic life and saying the word epic. And five years ago, you know, you threw it around, people throw it around and stuff like that. And it's an affirmation. You know, I live an epic life, you know, these, these affirmations. But Guys, the difference I want you to understand is you've I, I read these books back in the 80s, early 90s about these just reading book, 
reading affirmations out of a book, none of which really meant a whole lot to me because they weren't really deep into my soul and I wasn't feeling it. Just sitting and reading, I am an epic man. I will have a million dollars one day. I will make $10,000 in, in a day. That that That's nothing. That's not doing anything for you. When you change it to how Scott has changed it and, and made a brand around it, made a podcast, all this stuff, and the way he talks, just this, if, if you see him looking into his eyes when he, even when he says it, if you don't feel the fluctuation in his voice, you can see it reigns deep and true to him. And that's what I want you to get out of that as far as the affirmations is, is if you are talking to, you're talking to yourself regardless, one way or another. You're either telling yourself, I'm not worth it, I'm not worth that, that I'm not doing what I should be doing to get the uh, promotion at work, you know, I'm, I'm too overweight, I'm, my health is bad. You're talking to yourself anyway. Start talking to yourself in a positive way, but truly mean it and take it deep into your bones. Any thoughts on that, Scott? Oh, huge. I mean, this is huge. Like, literally, as you're saying this, I went to an event a few months ago, and I have a deck of cards sitting on my desk. And if this was five years ago, I would have think this was like hokey and stupid. Uh, let's be transparent. But it's from uh, – I went to a Golden Mastermind event, the Millionaire Blueprint uh, training event in, um, in New Jersey with some of my fellow isogenics peeps. And it was not an isogenics event. It was just a – uh, but the guy running it is a famous trainer, uh, Jeffrey Combs. And as I was leaving, I was like, you know what? I don't have any of his physical books. They've been out for a while. I'll, I'll snag up a little stack of books. And then he had these deck of cards living there. And I was like, what the hell is this deck of cards? And I read on it, and it says, more heart than talent, 32, I'm sorry, 52, because 52 decks in a, in a card in a deck, 52 affirmations to unleash your brilliance. And it's like a picture of like a figurine like running towards you or running away into, into the picture of a heart. So again, five years ago, I look at that, I'm like, what is this hokey crap? Um, but you know, for your listeners, I'll go ahead and like, I'll just, I'm going to go randomly pick two cards. One, I am in tune with how I feel. Let's think about that for a second, right? And the second one here is money flows to me easily and effortless, effortlessly. I literally just pulled these cards like right here. Right there. That's the sound right out of the deck. Didn't even have these two picked out. That's just two of them, all right? So I'm not plugging him. It's not raising the cards. But I want to get those affirmations out there because I've read books like uh, Think and Grow Rich, right? I've read books like uh, – and the movie, watch the movie of uh, the, the, the Secret – and when I was a beginner, I'm like, man, that thing is really weird. And even to this day, I still think the secret's weird. But let's be real. If you break it down to the basics, you either have a positive mindset or you have a negative mindset. What do you want to attract? Whether you believe in the secret or this whole blah, blah, blah science behind it, yada, yada, yada. I'm cutting it down to the basics. I have good days. I have bad days. I now have coached myself or developed myself to the point where as soon as I notice it, I got to take a break. I'm like, oh, dude, you're starting to have a bad day. You're getting edgy. You know, maybe you're getting hangry. <laughs> That's a whole nutrition piece of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's like, all right, dude, whoa, let's slow it down, man. Like, this is not who you are. All right. You're supposed to be embodying live the fuel, live the fire of life. That's why I created this brand. I realized this going forward and going backwards and looking at it, it's like, dude, once I started figuring out a way to document it, build a brand behind it, because I'm the business guy, I, I can't help it. But it's like, now I have to own that. If, I, if I'm being true to my brand, I got to keep that going. I have to embody that. I can't be putting fake crap out there. I got to live this, which means now I have to hold myself accountable because if I'm saying live the fuels my brand and I'm not living it, then I'm being an ass, right? Like who the hell am me? So, I mean, again, we let's be real. We have good and bad days, but when you start solidifying it, documenting it, putting the message out there one day after another, you know, post after post in social media, email after email, hell, just a casual conversation with friends. 
Like some people may think you're crazy. Trust me, I got friends that think I'm crazy. I don't care. They're my friends. I have other inner circles that I've created that do support what I'm doing. That's another little life tip for your listeners. Like, it's okay, man. You don't have to disown your friends. You don't have to disown your family. Just realize they're not going to understand what you're doing if you're on a positive growth path because they're still closed off. They're still stuck in that little place where you used to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's how you and I got connected. And we talked about that during your show about all the – we finally tracked down exactly how you and I got connected through all this positive energy. And I agree with you with the secret. It's kind of woo-woo and there's some crazy weird stuff. There's some scientific proof behind some of the stuff too. But I love how you broke it down to the basics. Absolutely, 100%. Hey, brother, you know, here on Men of Abundance, one of the things we also like to talk about, and it's it's kind of a sore point for some people, but I like to point out the kick in the gut moment that many of us have uh, because there are key points in our life. And, and in some ways they define us, but for the most part, they kind of guide us, if, we, if you will. So at this point, mm-hmm. I'd like to hear that kick in the gut moment from you and uh, really make us feel that. Oh, you know what? I'm going to be straight up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a, a most recent one because I like being transparent, right? Like I am not some multimillionaire yet. So I literally went from Syracuse this weekend to a wedding, missed the first day of Thrive, had to rent a car so my, my girlfriend, my fiance could keep my car and our friends at the wedding so I could then, I, I didn't want them to worry about me, right? So I had to get a rental car, take that to the wedding, to the Finger Lakes, and then drive myself back at like two o'clock in the morning to the airport to make a 5 a.m. flight. Like I don't want anybody worrying about me. So these are added costs, right? So then separate flight from Syracuse now instead of my home airport, so that's more remote. All right, flights are more expensive, go to Vegas, right? So I'm hinting at money here, kicking the gut, right? I have a budget. I finally have a budget. I never had budgets in my life. I have a bookkeeper now, right? So I have cons- I have money flowing all over the place. I'm investing in training, like thrive, make money matter. I have travel expenses. So when I realized that I didn't book my flight home, I screwed up, right? Like one of those best practices is like book your flights sometimes ahead of time because you'll get better rates, yada, yada, yada. So now all of a sudden that last minute red eye was a better deal but it was still more than it would have cost me if I would have had my act together and actually had that booked ahead of time. My point is I was increasing my costs. I had a certain budget for this professional and personal development trip, and then I had a game plan because I was going to buy a VIP ticket for next year. I always buy, when I go to an event, I buy the ticket for the next year, that way I'm, I'm, I'm committed. So one of my goals was to level up for next year, right at the event. But because I took on these extra costs, I didn't have that funding now available. This just happened this weekend, so I'm being completely transparent to you. So that was a real-time kick in the gut because I had a goal, and I was like, hell yeah, dude. You were a general admission last year. You're scoring VIP or even even higher, the inner circle. And that extra nut punch <laughs> financially was like, all right, dude, I, I have a trip to Africa coming up at the end of the month. So I have all these, I have a lot of money going on. I had to, I had to stay true to my budgets and say, you know what, Scott, yeah. You know what, you're still getting your ticket for next year, this just means you screwed up, you, you got too much going on, you didn't book your flight. And, you know, Again, I'm glad I booked my last minute flight and paid what I did because I didn't have to be in Vegas when all this crap went down. So everything happened for a reason. But my, my kick to the gut was, once again, one of the only things that I'm still rebuilding my life out of was those financial mistakes. And I was like, I have to stay true to my fiance and myself and stay on point, make sure I'm still wiping out those debt issues, which are almost gone, but I'm on an aggressive swing. And yeah, I'm still committed to go Thrive next year. I bought my ticket. I didn't get my level up ticket that I wanted to now. So that was a kick in the gut. But I know that now it's on my whiteboard. Okay, dude, how soon can I upgrade that ticket before the event next year? So that's now one of my new goals. So yeah, it was a kick in the gut. But all thanks to my mindset, now I'm just looking at it as, oh, sweet. I just have to create a new goal to still get what I wanted. I just couldn't get it this weekend. 
Does that help you? Is that something you want to feed off of? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Seriously, man. I mean, there's so much going on there. And when you were first started talking about that, you know, you said right off the bat, you know, I'm not a millionaire yet. But you know what you're doing? You're acting like a millionaire. And let me explain. You know, some people say, you know, fake it till you make it. I don't agree with that term at all. I don't know what your thought process is on it, but here's my thought process. I got to tug a war on it, so I'm in, I want to hear this. Cool, yeah. absolutely. Because when you fake it till you make it, you're still faking it, and you know you're you're faking it, and others will know you're faking it in some cases. But what you're doing is, what I take from that, and what the message I'm trying to get from that when people say that is that, you know, you have to act like a millionaire before you become a millionaire. Jim Rohn said... Thrive to become a, you know, thrive to become a millionaire, not for the money, but because of who you have to be along the way. And you're doing one of the basic things that a lot of people don't think that millionaires do because we see these so-called millionaires, and I'm using air quotes right now, on on TV and all this stuff, and they're like 0.2% of the population of millionaires that are out there buying. You know, I saw one the other day. I was just watching the TV. The guy's buying his wife or his girlfriend. He bought her a Bentley, and he bought her. He bought her like three different cars for her freaking birthday. Then took her out to dinner and all this other stuff i'm like that's not how millionaires really live i'm going to bring up a perfect example john lee dumas veteran right and now he makes on average you can check it on his site he puts up his his income report how much he spends how much he earns how much he loses averages about two hundred thousand dollars a month all right he's down there getting a uh, domain name. He wants to buy a domain name off of Google. He think he's sitting down with Pat Flynn or something like that. And they're like, John's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got a coupon for that. The freaking domain name's like $9 a year. And John's bringing out a coupon. He goes, you you make he goes just gonna make two hundred thousand dollars a month doesn't mean I'm gonna spend my money frivolously. I didn't do that when I was before. You know, I was making forty thousand dollars a year. I'm not gonna do that now that I'm making several million. You know, yeah. it, it's these habits, it's these these thought processes that you have to really get in into your mindset. That's why I love having these conversations with all these guys. I just talked to John a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we brought this up and it's like you you really have to start living that way and getting around these guys and getting that mindset. But what you was doing is, you know what your budget was. I make pretty good money. I know what my budget is. I know what my budget is for my business. And my wife allows me to have so much because and she keeps me on track because I'll just spend frivolously. That's just who I am. But I dig that you do that. We're gearheads, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny because like so so JLD was at the event this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've never actually met him in person, even though he's one of my mentors. I've actually bought some of his trainings. He he's one of the influencers like Michael O'Neill that helped me launch my podcast show. Never met him in person. So like I had two goals this year, that budgetary wise, that over this past year, I said last year from Thrive to this year. Like Michael O'Neill last year calls me out. He's he's my boy. So he was my first episode, and he's just like, dude, he's like, your suit jacket ain't cut right. And I'm a pretty fit guy. He's like, come on, man. You got you to you show off your, your, your physique better, man. He's like, when you come to Thrive next year, man, you got to level that up. And I was like, all right, boom. So right then and there last year, this year, I have a brand new suit. All right. And I've, I, was, I was living a life where I don't want new suits. Right? I used to be in the corporate world, big business world. I wore suits all the time. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I gave all that away when I was doing the firefighting. I don't want to deal with that crap anymore. I was like, I, wanna, I took a page from uh, Richard Branson's book right? where I was like, listen, I want to make my money in my jeans and spend it in a suit. So I said this year, dude, I'm rolling in with a brand new three-piece suit, rocking the vest, all that, right? So I walk up to JLD. He's there wearing like a regular T-shirt, mm-hmm. <laughs> freaking, black freaking t-shirt jeans. And black yeah, jeans. Yeah, black T-shirt, yeah. And, but you know what I did? It? I was like, you know, we, we're shooting the crap. He throws me uh, an EO fire hat. I'm like, thank you, man. And um, 
you know, we, we do a selfie that's on Instagram and everything else, you know, just, you know, throwing them out there. And I was like, oh, hold on a second, dude. And I pull my laptop back. I'm like, yo, this is thanks to you, man. And you're fired up and I'm fired up because, like, you know, it's part of his brand. And I gave him my – I have a brand new sticker that I had printed for my co-hosts. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a bunch of my past co-hosts that were there this year that hadn't gotten it yet. So I brought them with me. And he hasn't been on the show yet, right? But it's about envisioning, right? Because I just haven't taken the time to go and get on his list and request him to be on the show or me to go on his show. I just haven't had time. So I made sure I gave him the sticker. He peels it off right there, throws it right on his shirt. He's like, let's update that selfie, man. He's like, let's rock it. So <laughs> going back to manifestation, right? Like it's like, dude, I said last year, my goals are new suit, have my own decal. Like I'm a sticker junkie, man. I got stickers on everything. I'm like, why haven't I printed a sticker yet? Boom, got a sticker a month ago. So all of these things, like I'm not a millionaire, but I'll tell you what, when I spoke at that podcast conference a month ago, there's a couple of guys who I've had on my show recently from that conference after I was speaking down there. And I'm like, dude, man, you, you showed up looking good last year. But he's like, this year? He's like, you walked in, man. You commanded that freaking room. You owned that room. He's like, your presence, you know, I'm a tall, fit guy. But he's like, you just, you just rocked it. So right then and there, I was like, dude, I'm ready. I am ready for Thrive, right? Because I was like, that was my test run with the suit. I wanted to make sure that I, I gave quality to that audience. And I looked it. I felt it. I embodied it. That was a success. I was like, great. I'm taking that right to Thrive. And so, yeah, I rocked the suit first thing on Saturday. Sunday, I dressed it down a little bit, decided to do just jeans, and but still rocked a nice dress shirt and the vest again, you know, rocking the look. And that's not my normal style. I'm the crazy adrenaline junkie outdoorsy guy, man. I get all sweaty and dirty mountain biking and stuff. But it's different, you know? Is that, is that, that's where I'm thinking you and I are vibing on. Like, I, I am going to start putting in these necessary steps and reps because this is the journey that I'm on and this is where we're going. Yeah, exactly. And I, we both are, are the same on that. I'm not a real big suit and tie guy. The last time I wore a suit and tie, I think, was when I was selling Amway. Uh, but, <laughs> but and they weren't they weren't great suits. They were kind of crappy suits, but they looked okay on me. I was I was traveling a lot over the last couple weeks. Too. I was in Florida, came back, and I was in line behind this guy and this dad with his son, young son, and the guy was wearing a suit. And I'm telling you, man, this suit he looked like he looked like Beetle Bailey. It was just, nice. it was way too big for him. It was not, I mean, and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> my Lord, if you're going to wear a suit, at least get you, it know, tailored. you can get it tailored a little bit, dude. It looked really, really bad. And, dude, I, and that's I one of the biggest like, goodness tips. Goodness gracious. What you're giving right now to your listeners, guys, whether you're a male or a female, listen to what he's saying. One of the basic manly, I'll go with men, manly tips that we can do is if you're going to rock a button-down shirt, get it tailored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 10 extra dollars. But if you've got only five, like literally, I am such a minimalist. I have five dress shirts. I have a brand new suit. I have five dress shirts because I don't need a lot, right? And I, I buy quality first, right? So I buy value. I make sure I look for the sale. <laughs> I still do that too. Like, dude, this suit, at that wedding, my, I was wearing the same suit. My buddy's like, holy shit, dude, that suit is sweet. He's like, I, he's like, I was like, yeah, man, I had it all tailored. He's like, yeah, I can't really afford a custom suit. And I said, dude, right in my area, there's a place called C.E. Roth. They've been here for over 100 years, okay? Really cool old Italian guy in there tailoring. I didn't even know they sold suits. I was going to rent a suit a year ago for a charity event. And they said, for $100 more, we could buy, you buy the suit. They, they rented the suit for like 150 which I was like, wait a minute. I could buy a three-piece suit from Italy for two fifty before tailoring. So anyway, I ended up spending like a little bit three hundred bucks or whatever. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I put that thing on, man. Once they tailored it down, I was like, damn, mm-hmm. this is sweet. And my and like I said, my buddy at the wedding thought I was wearing like a thousand dollar suit. 
But I found a quality tailor. I take care of myself. You know, I, I, in order to live abundantly, I am the health nut. I am the fitness nut. So I'm going to make sure that when I put clothing on, it shows that. And you don't need a lot. It's just do these little hacks, right? Like get a quality shirt. Make sure it lasts. Quality shirts last longer. Mm-hmm. Instead of buying shirts every freaking year, I have a shirt that can last a two years or three years. Get them tailored. Look the part. This isn't expensive. It doesn't need to be. Yeah, absolutely. I would have never purchased, you know, a shirt that would have cost anything over thirty bucks. My wife years ago bought me a Tommy Bahama shirt, and they they nice. run anywhere from eighty to a hundred to two hundred bucks, even more. I think this one costs like maybe I don't know. It was it was one hundred and thirty something like that. But I still have that shirt. Holy and I've crap. had that shirt for I, I knew the, 10, I knew the brand years. was successful, but wow. Yeah, I've had that shirt for twelve years, dude. And I've got like eight more similar you know, Tommy Bahama shirts that I just love the way they feel. They last. You know, they're just great shirts. But man, we could go on and on. I know we can talk forever as we did on your show, but at this point <laughs> I want to pay it forward, man. You ready to pay it forward to Men of Abundance? Absolutely, sir. All right. So share with our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. One to three. Okay. Uh, one, <laughs> I've never lived with a budget. Freaking get a budget. Okay. Get humble and get a freaking budget. And then eventually, why not hiring a bookkeeper if you need it? Because, oh my God, it is like the latest hack this year that has given me so much freedom. I now feel like I'm actually on the right track. This is a necessary step because then you, your financials don't own you. You own your financials. Okay. So that's step one. Uh, that's on that's on finance. I'm gonna mix this up. Step two, health and fitness. Okay, holy crap, guys, don't make it a rocket science. Okay, it's not the diet. That's a short-term mindset. It's a lifestyle. Build patience, accept vulnerability. But whatever you're gonna be doing to hack your health and fitness, focus on the basics. You don't need to be using advanced science. And stop with the word diet. It's the worst thing you could ever use because it's a short-term psychological mindset. You need to be building a lifestyle over time, sustainable, that you can live the rest of your life. And there's a lot more behind that, but you can talk to him about it or you can talk to me about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the third is vulnerability. I am not the love doctor. You know, I've been I've been in many, many different positions in life. I've made great money, et cetera, but I've never allowed myself to become vulnerable and open up my heart until I met my current fiance. I just turned 40 last week, so I'm now the 4-0, and I will say I'm a fit fab 40. Uh, but the point is like the only way I was able to build anything with her and we even took a three month break because my head was so far up my butt was to start realizing that guess what guys vulnerability is a part of being manly. It's part of being who the hell you are. It's what allows people to be drawn towards you because it shows that you're a true freaking human being and you don't think you're better than anybody else and also shows you're willing to let somebody in. That took a ton of self-work for me to start realizing, and I'm still working on it to this day. Trust me, ask my fiance. She'll call me out on it, but she knows that I'm working on it, and she knows that she matters enough to me for me to work on that. So those are my three for you. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it, and that's part of the reason why I still absolutely love having these conversations and sharing it with all of you guys because I have a lot to learn. I have much to offer, but even more to learn without a doubt. So what daily habits make up the biggest impact in your life, Scott? Oh, man. One of the most recent that I've now ingrained is every morning when I wake up, I was already doing my little, I have a special tea that I take from my nutrition company, but now I walk out and I ground myself. I do what's called earthing and grounding. I just take my tea and I walk out the backyard. I don't care what the hell the weather is, (laughs) but I stand on the wet grass in the morning and just for five minutes while I enjoy my tea, there's no cell phones. There's no technology. This is how I wake up. Oh my God, I do it for three months. 
Love it. I'm just mm-hmm. so energized in the morning. And you can do that for coffee, by the way, too. I do it with my Bulletproof coffee as well. So that's one of my first things in the morning that has just become ingrained. It's been powerful. So simple. Um, another big daily tip is lifestyle in general, guys, is your is your sleep. Okay? So I'm going to fast forward to the end of the day for you is you got to get on a cycle. Okay? This is I've had world-class neurosurgeons and biologists and everybody else on my show for the health demographic. Guys, it's – and ladies – but because some great, some ladies, let's be honest, are going to listen to this show too. But you have to be focusing on a cycle. Okay, it's not just the quantity of the hours; it is the consistency. Your body wants it. It's a, called a circadian rhythm. Look it up. Okay, um, and then I'll go back to the middle of the day here. Just in the middle of the day, dude, you start feeling overwhelmed. You start feeling stressed out. Download a simple free like uh, meditation app. Trust me, I'm still figuring out meditation. I am not a guru at this, but I just hit play. It plays this, you know, soothing you know indian style music i don't know where it comes from i don't care but my very first time succeeding with some basic meditation to smooth out my day is you pull the car over or you put some headphones in your ears you close your eyes and for five minutes i just listen to that music you get done it's like hitting a freaking reset switch it doesn't need to be rocket science you heard of the term kiss keep it simple stupid in this case will be nice i'll say keep it super simple yeah love it absolutely love it and i agree with that too uh, what are you reading or listening to that you'd recommend to our abundant leaders and why? Um, <laughs> that's a, that is a hard topic because I listen and I read to so much. Uh, so most recently, I'll give you my most three recent books that I just downloaded uh, thanks to, uh, th- to attending Thrive, Make Money Matter. Uh, I, I'm a big sub, uh, supporter of Grant Cardone. The guy says it how it is. I love it, man. Like He just doesn't care. So if you're into that brash truth and honesty – Download any of his books, uh, but I already listened to The Closer, Survival Guide. That's, that book's already done. I literally crushed that on the flight. Um, just downloaded his Sell or Be Sold, and uh, also, if you're not first, you're last. And then another book I just downloaded also is just if you're, if you're in the business world, you're trying to understand the, the power of sales and marketing, even if you're not in the business world. Uh, it's called Crossing the Chasm uh, by Jeffrey Moore. Never even heard about that. That's Jeffrey with a G-E-O-F. Um, and... That's just been my most recent downloads that I'm literally having to line up for the next few weeks just to crush out some new audiobooks. And uh, obviously, if you're podcasting, if you guys are listening to this right now, you better be subscribing to the show because I've subscribed to it. So I'm cycling in Wally every once in a while. I've got like 15 different podcasts I listen to. Um, but if you're going to honor him and listen to this episode for the very first time, uh, make sure you hit subscribe and listen to more of it. I'm going to give you a, a, a plug, bro. I mean, I think you're doing great work. Uh, but on, on the health and fitness front, definitely check out the Fitness Confidential Podcast. I've listened to three episodes today. I've been listening to his show for three to four years. Vinny Tortorich, also one of these guys who just says it how it is. He keeps it real. He's got a powerful book also called Fitness Confidential. I've listened to it three times. He's been on my show three, four times. But that's just a great, legit health and wellness and fitness podcast. I absolutely love it. Yeah, two other books from Grant that I've personally read and listened to uh, because he reads his own stuff, and I really dig that on his audiobooks and the ones I've listened to anyway is obsessed and be obsessed and um, 10 X. Oh God, be obsessed and be average. Dude, I'm glad you brought that up. I've already, I have physical books sitting right behind me. I've listened to that audiobook three times. Yeah. Okay. So he calls that hashtag B O B A be obsessed or be average. Yes. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know what? Let's restructure that. That's the first book right now. If I had to think about all the books I've read from him, that one, I would say do it right now. Like just, because it doesn't matter what you're doing in life, sales, marketing, business, health, fitness, love, relationships. you got to be obsessed or be average in everything you do. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a powerful book. 
It is well very done. powerful, and I love I love listening to him read it, man. It's just badass. So, <laughs> what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance? Oh, besides the general answer of ourselves, um, <laughs> yeah. we are we are our own worst enemy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but especially gentlemen, because this is what our target audience here with this is. Um, we have to get out of our own freaking way, and that's a mindset thing. Well, actually, at the highest level, that is a mindset thing. Okay, and there's a term that I've been using more and more recently. It's called, you know, I, I keep throwing around. You got to put in the reps. You got to put in the repetitions for you fitness guys or in the gym. Or, like it doesn't have to be every single day of the week. Maybe one day of the week, you grab one of these books that we just mentioned and you listen to just a half of a chapter, or hell, ten minutes here, five minutes here. What's going to happen is you're going to start building a frequency especially when you find books that you're really drawn to, but you don't know. Like if we're talking right now, if you are a beginner to what we're discussing about, a beginner man of abundance, okay? You gotta start putting in the reps. You don't know where you're gonna go yet, okay? Like my, my most popular list of podcasts changes every three to six months. My favorite audiobooks changes every few weeks because people who drive a lot, my car, I refer to it as the mobile university, okay? I did, I did, Oh God, I did 48,000 miles last year on my car, dude. Like I was crushing business meetings all over the Northeast US for one of my clients, crushing the road. So I said, that's it, no more radio, all podcasts, all audiobooks. There's no excuse. You're in the gym, instead of listening to freaking music, put in something you can learn, man. Like this is something that we have control over. We gotta get out of our own ways. You gotta start putting in the reps. And I'm gonna close this point out with, whether it's Wally, myself, or anybody listening to this, guys, we're just, we're just all at a different place on the timeline, okay? Picture a timeline. You're a beginner, you're an intermediate, you're at the moderate level, you're at the advanced, you're like a super advanced, whatever, dude. We're just all at a different place on the timeline. We all have the same thing in common. Wally or myself are no better than any of you. We're just at a different place in the timeline. And we've just put in maybe more or less reps than somebody else. So everyone has a different lifestyle, a different upbringing, a different family they come from, a different professional experience, it doesn't matter. We are all capable of growing that abundance, but you gotta start putting in the reps so you can start advancing down that timeline. I just wanna add one thing to your timeline analogy, which I absolutely love, by the way. The timeline has nothing to do with your age. Boom. We can be on a different timeline in our, we can be somewhere different on the timeline, has nothing to do with your age. And the case in point, we brought up John Lee Dumas, younger than me. There's guys even younger, younger than, than John Lee Dumas that, that I follow because they got, they got it going on. They're where I want to be in life. They're doing the things I want to do. And I just dig where they're at. There's guys that are way older than me that have not got this stuff figured out, man, that have contacted me and said, hey, Wally, I need some help. Contact, I know they're contacting Scott. It's not about yep. your age, man. It's about those reps that you've done in your life. Because somebody can say, well, I got 20 years experience in this. But, yeah, that's all you've been doing. You know, yeah, let's, I literally, let's expand that a little bit. I'm glad you brought that up, man. I literally was uh, because Ty Lopez and Grant Cardone were back speaking at Thrive again this year, right? So I was just double checking on because I, I had uploaded that video, by the way, of um, – of, uh, Oh God, Shanti. Mm -hmm. Shanti is up. I, I uploaded it to YouTube, so now it's it's public. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, that way, people don't follow me on on Facebook. No big deal, dude. Like it's 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 out there. I'm not gonna hide this stuff. I threw it up. So I hope he doesn't mind. Uh, but it's my camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's up there. I even threw up a short little clip from Ty Lopez. But anyway, just for craps and giggles, I uh, I subscribe to Grant Cardone's YouTube channel because he's got so much content out there. Mm -hmm. Again, guys, YouTube podcasts. This is free freaking content 
call it YouTube University, call it Podcast University, and then call your car the freaking Auto University. I don't care. This is free. There's no excuses. But my point here is, I, I just a random video popped up on my feed as I'm driving down the road, and I never really turn YouTube on. But I'm like, well, it's on a magnetic mount on my dashboard. I'm not going to be holding it, so I just I hit play. It was uh, Ty and and uh, and Grant Cardone like in one of his fancy cars, and they were like just they were calling each other out on like being vulnerable and just admitting one of the biggest mistakes. And the funny thing was somebody like Ty, who makes crazy amounts of money online, crazy social media guru. I don't follow everything he does because he's goofy, but hey, some people like that. But his point was, he was like, dude, age really doesn't matter. He said the biggest thing he was frustrated with was uh, he was looking at buying a basketball team because he just loves basketball. And he's, he's and it's in most of his video feeds and everything else. He's always shooting hoops. He's actually pretty good. And he said there was a basketball team that came up for sale. And he looked at it, but then just didn't really follow through on it. And then he's like, this 34-year-old kid snatched that thing up for millions of dollars, right? Like below value, but snatched it up. So right there's an age demographic, right? Like, dude, I just turned 40 last week. And a 34-year-old, I mean, I'll just say kid. We're still kids at heart. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But 34-year-old dude snatched up a basketball team. Like, okay, right there, dude. <laughs> age doesn't matter. And if people want to use the excuse, oh, well, maybe he was born with money and his daddy and mommy gave him money. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be real right now. I've always said that, okay? That's why I go to Thrive Make Money Matter because i got to get over my own shit, okay? I don't care anymore where the money came from, all right? My fiance, her family is way more, may, way more together than I am, okay? Their finances are off the charts compared to me. Very successful. But what I've realized is now there's just more people that I'm surrounding myself that are better than me, and I'm going to be able to absorb and grow off of that. I don't want their money. I want the knowledge that got them to that place, okay? Because let's say Ty or any of these other people might have given, been given some of the money, uh, but where did the money come from and how did they get it, okay? That's what you want to learn. Don't blame the person. Don't blame the hustle. Don't blame where they're at. Don't blame the 34-year-old buying of a basketball team. Start digging in how they got there. All right, stop focusing on the, on, the, on the front end. Let's look on the back end. Absolutely, absolutely. I totally dig that. What does living a life of abundance mean to you, Scott? Oh, man... You know, and this could have been better timing. I mean, because you could tell I'm pretty, I mean, I'm more fired up than I usually am because I'm still high off a of Thrive Make Money Matter, man. So this is like literally the perfect time to talk about abundance because I'm still fired up of everything we took away from the 25 world-class speakers at that event. So worth the money. So there's your plug for Thrive. Everybody needs to go to Thrive. Um, but my point is to be abundant, I want to have the freedom, the financial freedom to give away, to give money back, right? But in order to get there, I have to build myself up. I gotta get myself to that almost bulletproof level in life. I have to become more abundant with my mindset. So I attract the right things in. I attract the right steps in. I attract the next steps I'm making the right way, right? It's not just drawing the whole law of attraction thing, positive draws positive, whatever, if you think it's hokey. It's it's real, dude. Like You just have to start putting in the reps to get your mindset to that point because next thing you know, you don't realize this, you're constantly exuding positivity. You're putting in the reps, you're reading the right books, listening to the right podcasts, like Men of Abundance, and then you're building this abundance of energy. But then, if you don't believe in attracting the positive energy to the positive energy you're exuding, think about the next steps and the next decisions you're making. You, your entire mindset shifts. You start making decisions differently in life. You start buying different books, listening to different podcasts, buying different food at the grocery store, cleaning up your diet, maybe realizing certain people are a cancer in your life and you do cut them out and you start attracting the right people and you start searching out to find a different mastermind group or a different community. 
this is what I'm talking about. This is something that was an epiphany from this weekend of being abundant is that you have to start thinking that way to not just draw the right abundance in, but to make sure you're making the right abundant decisions in the future, okay? You're actually making the right steps now to start making the better decisions three months from now, six months from now, and one year from now. Absolutely. Excellent. So we're going to close this up, man. Before we do, you know, I'm going to have everything linked up, guys. you got to go listen to Scott's podcast, Live the Fuel podcast. Absolutely amazing stuff. He has some great conversations on there. And, Scott, before we close this up, what did we not talk about, if anything, that you'd like to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation? Oh, you know what? Think outside the box, okay? I was joking around how I'm not the romantic guy. Um, when I finally had the balls to man up and propose to my girl, I, um, I tried doing it, obviously, because this is who I am. I tried doing it on a skydive, um, and the plane got grounded because of the high winds, so luckily, uh, she, she loves wine. I already had a, I already had a game plan of doing the skydive with all of our friends just for fun and then secretly doing the proposal and then going to the winery afterwards. So I just had to, I just had to adapt on the fly, man. Like, don't let the world poop on you, okay? Like, dude, okay, I can't do it at the end of the skydive. It would have been epic. That fits my lifestyle, but it's not about me. It's about her. I'm going to go do it there. So, so again, thinking outside the box, my point is this. Then I said, listen, I don't like marriages. I'm not traditional. I'm the outside of the box guy. So I told him, like, listen, if you want me to actually get married, like, I give you the ring. But it's like, if you want me to get married, I don't want this stupid tuxedo crap. I want outside the box. I'm the adrenaline junkie. That's part of who I am. That's live the fuel, right? So I said, and she even hit, she she loves skiing. She grew up in a skiing family, and I'm a skier. So I said, hey, why don't we go heli skiing? Where we get out of a perfect good helicopter on top of a mountain with friends, start skiing down, stop, you take the glove off, do the whole ring thing, and then keep on skiing and have an epic trip that you spend that money on instead of a wedding. She said yes. Even better, <laughs> even better, my future in-law, everybody jokes about in-laws, her mom said yes. Her mom's never been heli skiing, and her mom and dad now want to come on the heli skiing trip with us. So, hello, you think you're going to have somebody saying no, and now all of a sudden my future in-laws think that's an amazing idea. And now all of their like retired people who have money and love skiing too, they all want to come on the trip because they're all jealous. It's hilarious what you start attracting when you start thinking outside the box and doing things differently. So that's just something I just had to share that was like, I just, I'm still cracking up about like, great, I'm going to have all these like retirees or just like hardcore skiers just at our wedding because everybody wants to go heli skiing now. <laughs> Man, that is, that is epic. That is way epic. And that's so much better than a stuffy old wedding with a thousand dollar cake that's going to end up in the damn garbage. You know, Thank you. I, I, that's just me. I, I'm, I'm venting on myself right now. But brother, how else can we reach out to you? We are going to have livethefuel.com linked up on the show notes. We're going to have the, the podcast, all that stuff. I'm going to have your YouTube channel up there. It's all going to be there. How else would you like for us to reach out to you? Man, I, I'm everywhere because everybody communicates differently. Right, I believe in uh, when I, in marketing because that's my 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 get my gig. I say, listen, guys, own the real estate. So live the fuels everywhere, man. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. Hell, friend me on Facebook under Scott W Mulvaney. I don't care. I even launched a Scott Mulvaney speaker page because that's something different from live the fuel. But my point is, I don't care what channel or medium you want to use. Reach out, connect. I, mean, I, I tweet stuff differently than I do on Instagram, and I Instagram stuff differently than I do on Facebook because everybody l learns and is drawn to content differently. So that's why I differentiate myself on the different platforms. But again, all that's linked on livethefuel.com, so that's not a problem. I mean, and if for some reason, you know, you're not manning up and reaching out to Wally for some coaching or some talking, like, you can reach out to me, man. I got a, I got a schedule link right on the website. You can go in there and like, have a little intro chat, and if I can help you out, it's about giving back, man. Like, reach out. Livethefuel.com is really the headquarters of everything. 
Yeah, and listen, guys, you're not cheating on me, brother. I get it. You know, you go with who you resonate with the most. That's why there's, you know, I was talking to a guy the other day. I was on his show, as a matter of fact, and he asked me after the show. He's like, hey, um, you know, do you feel that this, this, you know, this, this uh, circle that we're in, you know, do you feel that this is kind of crowded with guys like you and I that are talking to men and stuff? And I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I look at it this way, man. Um it's it's it seems crowded to us because we're in it look at it like a basketball team they're the basketball team they're on the court but when you look up beyond the court and you see out into the stands and there's thousands of people up there and they all want to be down on the court they're there living through you um they're not in the game we're in the game that's why it seems crowded to us the court is crowded but the fact of the matter is there are many people out there for you to hang out with and to get this kind of information from and I really really do not care where you get it from from me as a personal uh, as a man as a as a coach as a health and fitness coach uh, Scott Scott's doing a lot of the same things I'm doing he's just doing it differently he's doing it with a different company he's doing it with his live the fuel brand just find what you want that's the important thing to me I love that, man. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell more people about, too, is that there's millions of people on this planet. It's okay. We're all unique. We're all individual. Some people want to be drawn to that Men of Abundance brand. Some people want to be drawn to Joe Rogan, right? Like a very successful podcaster. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. In the end, take action. If you're, being, if you're just being drawn to somebody else, reach out. Like, hell, maybe you don't even like me or Wally. Message me or Wally and say, hey, dude, I love you guys, but is there anybody else you'd recommend me maybe following or listening to to see if I vibe more with them? Like here's, you know, here's, here's like a little bit about me. I, I refer people all the time because I've grown to that point in my life where I don't care. I don't, I don't want that kind of money. I don't want that kind of commitment that somebody is not going to work. I want them to find the right solution. If I could potentially know somebody that who's been on my show or that I've listened to, or I've read their books and they're going to vibe with that. I want to point that person in the right direction. That's what I truly also believe is a true man of abundance, right? Is that you're not trying to control everything. You're helping pass people through you to the right solution and hopefully the right solution. You can't guarantee it, but like help people find the next step. That's how we're all going to come and rise up together as confident, vulnerable, successful men. All right. We got to help each other. We got to, we got to come together, guys. That's, that's my little closing speech on that one (laughs) and that closes it up right there guys that closes it up scott i truly appreciate your time man as usual excellent conversation i dig talking with you i love watching what you're doing i like engaging with you on all the social media because i'm all all over the darn place too guys i hope you got something out of this you have been hanging out with myself and scott today and if you stuck around to the very end man, you're going somewhere take care guys aloha aloha Guys, ultimately, we want you to live the life that you want to live. In order to do that, you have to get out of your own way and don't let others hold you back. If you doubt yourself at all, get a mentor, pay for a coach, read or listen to books, do something to get out of your own head, and never complain and compare yourself to others. You are not them and they are not you. Hell, some of the people that you admire probably don't have it as together as you think they do, and that's okay. They too are human. They too have real human issues. They just get over their issues and keep moving forward. Now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. 
We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.